Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 492 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, always, Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? You, He's been practicing. You, oh, you know what? Fuck you, Gables. Check this shit out. Check this out. Listen, 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 listen. Ah. I dropped it. I lost the cap. You know what? I'm a lefty and I popped it open with my right hand. So fuck y'all. Sorry, audio listeners. noise doing all right you know clinging and banging as always you know me uh you know been a long week had to work today so that sucked i found out last minute on that but uh you know doing okay didn't get my uh i normally wake up early on saturday anyways and like i like like do whatever all morning get clean and done and like the well, I like to get up early, get up early Saturday morning, make a pot of coffee, sit down with my, with my cup of coffee, play a game of Madden, drink that whole pot of coffee, and then I get up, do all my cleaning. So my my entire weekend's all thrown off now. And then usually in there I take like a midday nap. Um, that obviously did not happen, so that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, but you know, adulting, so it's not a big deal. Whatever. Uh, I guess next Friday when I get paid, I'll be uh, I'll be happier about the fact I work today. Um, but you know, it's whatever did. Okay. You know, well, just counting down the days, you know, this, uh, next week in Gables will be our ninth anniversary. Jesus Christ. Where does the time go? Right. I know we, we just, so is what's crazy is, uh, if you, um, for, um, audio listeners, or even if you're just finding us on YouTube here, um, just before we start, we did this, uh, it's already, it's up on our YouTube channel. Uh, Gables and I, we did like a test live stream, uh, Mm -hmm. if like seeing if like basically if my computer can handle, um, us, recording uh us watching like reactions but also not just recording it but live streaming it and messing with the settings trying to figure out what works what doesn't work and um tried that out so we actually went back and watched the nintendo direct from e3 2014 uh so that was pretty that was uh it was like well let's just test stream and see how it does and it was just crazy just going back and rewatching all that and just kind of reminiscing and talking about like like man like when we watched this, this was right like right after our um our our one year anniversary because we recorded the Saturday of um Memorial Day weekend. Um fun funny thing about that, and we'll never stop giving Gable shit about this. He did not record that episode. So <laughs> uh it never actually happened. it was maybe our it was, it was the greatest podcast ever created and no one will ever hear it. Um but uh, yeah, we did that. But our first like official episodes that we we posted were um, uh, the was the E3 2013. So it's pretty crazy thinking that 
uh, this will be our nine year anniversary. Uh, and I think this would be our, would this be our, I think our 10th E3, um, yes, kind of covering will. it. So it's pretty exciting. So for the first time ever, uh, the plan is, well, that, I know it's like technically E3 and maybe there won't even be an actual E3. Um, let's hope so though. Uh, but all we have right now is Xbox and we have a summer game fest. Uh, we won't be able to record that one, unfortunately, uh, the Thursday, the, uh, summer game fest event, cause Gables and I both have to work, but True. the Xbox Bethesda one on Sunday, we should be able to do, oh, yeah. uh, barring my computer doesn't blow up. Uh, not going to wood on that. Uh, and, um, yeah, we should be able to record all that and do all that. Um, and I'll be off that week after that week of, um, just kind of happenstance. And, uh, if uh, if there's anything else, we'll I'll, we'll do that. And if, if Gables can't, um, I'll at least try to do it myself. Um, you know, just but we're, we're testing all out. So if you like all that, um, if you if you want to check it out, please go back. It, it's pretty it was, it's pretty fun just going back that time and just like early Wii U days and stuff like that. And uh, just us, a lot of us just going back and reminiscing about those that those days from eight years ago. But uh, yeah, if you um. If you are new to the show, watch this for the first time, or you're just kind of a casual listener, or you're someone that just uh, watches all the time, uh, if you are, um, please go and uh, click on the show notes. For if, if you're an audio or video listener, click on there. You'll see a link tree, a link to what's called our link tree, and in there we'll have uh, everything we're on. It'll be our personal Twitter accounts, our the the show's Twitter account, uh, Facebook page, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify youtube twitch all those places uh, please uh go to those places like give us a subscribe a follow a like a five stars whatever you can do really would appreciate it also share share is probably the most important thing tell your friends tell your family family tell everybody just tell everybody um we really appreciate you do a lot for us we don't we, we uh we do this for fun we don't make money off of this it's just a fun hobby we do uh and it'd be great if uh you know we can uh you know, have some get, get some more listeners out there. Um, our YouTube views has been going up a little bit over the last uh, couple of weeks, which is nice to see. But uh, be nice to make it a little bit better. Um, we really would appreciate that. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, Gables, um, let's let's kind of get into the news here. So it's been you know, we're we're kind of we're getting we're creeping a little closer to um to the summer game fest, and we've been hearing a lot more rumors. It's yeah. not it hasn't been so rumor heavy. Last week was a lot of rumors and a lot of big news. Um, you know, like last week I was talking about, like I had to cut shit out of the podcast just because, uh, it was going to be a three hour podcast if I didn't. And we had to like speed round through some of the, the news Um this week. Um, it's not a dead week, but it's uh it's a, actually, it's a result. It's a pretty good week as I brought up some bigger news, but like, man, we got spoiled last week. It's like, man, like yeah, I really wish some of this stuff could have came out like this week. Um, but, um, anyways, let's switch up in some of our news topics. First, let's talk about, um, PS plus gables. Um, mm-hmm. So we finally so PS Plus the new PS Plus is is launching I believe in Asia on May twenty fourth yes. Japan I think J- June second and then us June thirteenth uh, and then I think there's, there's like Australia and a couple other dates in there but those are the ones I remember uh, so we we've been talking about I was like uh, you know like maybe they're gonna have a thing to like like a, a like a state of play or something like they gotta do something here soon because like we don't know anything what's going on with any of the shit so we we need to. Uh, get some news on this. So finally they did, they dropped, uh, I believe on Tuesday or Wednesday, um, all of the, uh, not all the games, but like the initial wave of, of stuff here. So, um, I don't give us how to walk away. So while Gables is away here, um, I'm just going to kind of talk about some of the stuff before we jump into some of the bigger news here. So, um, we, you know, we have the essential, the extra, the premium plans, the essential is just what it's been. It's, it's uh, $10 a month or $60 for a year. It's just the base PS plus. Nothing changes there. 
extra is that middle tier um, that gives you like uh, it gives you the PS4 and PS5 games, um, and it will it has like it's just kind of like a, a Game Pass type service. I believe that one is a hundred dollars a year, or it's like fifteen dollars a month. But if, you know, if you're, I think you just just pay the hundred dollars for a year. Um, I feel like for these, I understand you know it's it's, it's maybe easier to eat fifteen dollars a month than it is hundred dollars for a year. But then there's a premium plan that is eighteen dollars a month and that gives you like PS PSP, PS1, PS2, PS3 games, all that. Um, so that one's eighteen dollars a month or one hundred twenty dollars for a year. So really, that's just a combination of PS Now and PS Plus together. But not bad if you, if you buy the buy the year at time. It's only ten bucks a month. So um, let's let's get in some of the some of the games here. So the PS4 and PS5 catalog. So this isn't the full list. This is the initial list. They said that they're going to announce. So kind of what the plan is now is the PS for the if you're in the the middle tier, which is the PS4, PS5 games, um, those ones will uh, the first Tuesday of the month, kind of like when the PS Plus games drop, they will have a list for you on the PlayStation blog of all the games coming to the service that week or that month. And then they said for the premium tier, which is going to be all the classic games like PS1, PSP, PS2, PS3 games that will um, they'll drop that in the middle of the month every month. So if you have the premium one, you're going to have two drops a month. Kind of like we right. see with Game Pass. We, there's always like that. We get the we get a drop at the beginning of the month. They announce everything, then we get one in the, like the middle of the month. So, um, yeah. But let's let's jump into some of this stuff here. So for the PS4, PS5 collection. Um, these are the PS the PlayStation Studio games. Uh, so remember, like they bought like House Mark, and this is like something like, um, so the, and they own like the IPs to some of these as well, but they don't own the studios. Um, but like Alien Nation, Bloodborne, Con- Concrete Genie, Days Gone, uh, Dead Nation, Apocalypse Edition. Uh, Death Stranding and Death Stranding Director's Cut, PS4 and PS5, Demon Soul, PS5, uh, Destruction All-Stars, Everybody's Golf, Ghost of Shima Director's Cut. Uh, that does not include the DLC, though. That's just the Director's Cut. Uh, God of War, Gravity Rush 2, Gravity Rush Remastered, Horizon Zero Dawn, Infamous First Light, Infamous Second Sun, Knack, No Knack 2, uh, Little Big Planet 3, Loco Roco Remastered, Loco Roco 2 Remastered, uh, my Marvel Spider-Man, only the PS4 edition, though. Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales that is PS4 and PS5, Matterfall, Med- Medieval, the remake, uh, Pat- Patapon 1 and 2 remastered, uh, Resogun, Returnal, Shadow of the Colossus, Tearaway Unfolded, The Last Guardian, great game, Last of Us Remastered, Last of Us Left Behind, uh, Until Dawn, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, that is the, uh, 1 through 3 that they, they remastered PS4, uh, Uncharted for a Thief's End and the Lost Legacy, only the PS4 versions, not the PS5 ones. Wipeout, Omega Collection, and then the third-party list here we have Ashen, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Batman: Arkham Knight, Celeste, uh, fantastic game, City Skyline, uh, Control Ultimate Edition, that's PS4 and PS5, uh, Dead Cells, Far Cry 3 Remastered, Far Cry 4, Final Fantasy 15, the Royale Edition, uh, For Honor, Hollow Knight, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, our collective game of the year. It was Gable's Game of the Year and my number two Game of the Year last yeah. year. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Naruto, Naruto Shippuden. Shippuden. Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Nailed it. Uh, I think that's a Pokemon game. Uh, NBA 2K22. Outer Wilds. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Resident Evil. Soul Calibur 6. South Park Fractured But Whole. Uh, the Artful Escape. Wow. Okay. That was a... Uh, that was a Game Pass launch game. Uh, the Crew Two and Tom Clancy's The Division. Um, so that's like if you have if you that if you have the middle tier, this is the games you're gonna get at launch. Uh, like mm-hmm. I said, on on the first Tuesday of June, they'll have more games to announce. 
Um, but Gables, how are you feeling about that initial list if you're looking at you know getting the extra tier? Okay, so when you're getting the extra tier, how I feel about that is this is more incentive of those that possibly don't have a lot of games in general if they're investing in Some great third-party games that are on this extra tier, mind you. Celeste, Dead Cells, like something like that. You know, those are great games to go forth and dive into. But in terms of like, the grand scheme of it, I think it's like okay at best. I think from my personal use and stuff, I may probably, if I want to invest into the extra tier, maybe a couple of games out of that stuff. Maybe mm. Returnal, maybe Miles Morales, you know. But I don't really see myself using that tier too often. Mm. Yeah. I think it's definitely part of the reason is like we are the typically the people that we when games come out that we want we typically buy them. Yes. And when they come out, but like you see a lot of like there's a lot of people at Game Pass that did so they just like we see, like there's a lot of people that are like it, we have turned into that with like TV and movies it's like when like I don't watch them unless it comes to streaming services and it's very rare like you know it's like unless I go see in theaters I'm you know like I'm only watching like you know stuff that's on streaming. Uh, and then we we uh, we know people in like the talking ship community like like that like they only like. If it's not on Game Pass, they if it's like a thing like a third party game or for like something that's Xbox related, if it's not on Game Pass, they're probably not going to buy it unless it's like you know, like I said, Nintendo, yep. plus PlayStation or PC. Um, so I think for a lot of people like there, it's going to be great. Um, I like I was like kind of reading the comments in our talk ship community because it's kind of fun in there because like there's a lot of you know um, people that are like I said they're like that that just you know like a lot of people are like man I'm so happy I didn't buy Miles Morales or like. Um, I've been wanting to play this game forever, and it's like, hey, it's awesome. Like, you know, like um, now I can just get play it on this service now when it comes out. Um, so yeah, I think looking at it, it's like, is this gonna like do anything for me? No. Um, uh, for people like maybe like you're listening to this podcast, maybe not because you're, I mean, a lot of these games are, you know, you probably already played them, uh, or if you wanted to play them, you would have played them already. Uh, I do think it's weird, like some things, it's only PS4, not PS5, but. I mean, it's whatever. Um, yeah, but I think uh, I think it's a pretty good list. Like, I, yeah, I'm just kind of scrolling through. If there's anything I'm excited to play, and the only thing I'm really excited about is like I can download Ghost of Shima Director's Cut yeah. um, and just get all the trophies <laughs> on, on PS5. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> uh, yeah uh, and do all that. I do think it's funny. Like, Nac 2's not on there. They're probably saving that for a remaster. Um, like, but like Last of Us Two is not on there. So, um, but yeah. All right, and uh, the third party stuff, that's fine. Um, nothing blow away here. Um, I don't foresee like Celeste is awesome. Guardians of the Galaxy is a big one. I think Red Dead Redemption Two is another big one. But as far as like newer stuff, yeah, like it looks like the newest thing on here is like Valhalla and like Guardians of the Galaxy. But I mean, great games in their own right. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, all right. But let's move on to the uh, classic games catalog here. So those are the people that get the premium tier. Um, some kind of cool stuff that's out of this, though, is they did say that uh, save states and rewind time will be a thing in this. So that's awesome. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be for every game, but they, like um, like Siphon Filter. for every game. Well, no, that that's going to be for every game. It's on the PSP, like the classic part. Those will be on every game, but like, the trope, there's apparently like Siphon Filter, they confirm will have trophies. Um, 
but I don't know if that's going to be every game or if it's going to be like game by game basis. But um, yeah. So I would hope for the classic game side that it would be for every game because that would be stupid if it's just like a select few games that have that type of feature. I, yeah, I, I could see like the first party stuff doing it, but I wonder about like the third party games that are coming to this. Yeah. Um, I I, could, I wouldn't be like shocked like Mr. Driller doesn't have the trophies or something, but um. Yeah, and then another cool thing they did announce here, though, is they said that players who have previously purchased these digital versions of these select games from the original PlayStation or PSP generations will not have to make a separate purchase or sign up for this uh, PS Plus service to get those games. So so say on mm. PSP or on your PS3, you bought some of, like, say you just bought, like, I don't know, like, uh, Crash Bandicoot Warped on PS3. You bought it, like, you know, you bought, like, the, the classic games on there. If that were to come to PS Plus later down the line to this PS plus premium, whatever you wouldn't, you would be able to just download it. Um, and you would not have to repurchase it or even sign up for that service. So that's kind of a cool thing. It's kind of like kind of what we're seeing mm. right now with like, uh, we see with like the Xbox where like, if you own this game digitally and it comes through backwards compatibility, you can just redownload it. Um, which is awesome. Uh, so yeah, and they're kind of doing the same thing here, but you know, who knows, like not a huge list of games here on day one. Um, but this is the one they were talking about, uh, once a month in the middle of the month, we should be getting like, uh, a, a update on what's coming. So as of right now, here's what's going to be here at launch. Um, these are original PlayStation and PSP games, uh, Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, IQ, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, Super Stardust Portable. For third party, they had Mr. Driller, Tekken 2, Worms World Party, and Worms, uh, Armageddon. And then we have, um... These are like remasters, like so. Like remember they did like those PS2 games, that yes, on PS4. So this is like part of that. Uh, some of them have been taken out as well, um, which is kind of weird. But um, so on this one we have uh, Ape Escape 2, Ark the Lad, Twilight of the Spirits, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Fanavision, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 2, Jacks 3, Jacks X Combat Racing, Jack and Dexter, The Precursor Legacy, Rogue Galaxy, great game, Siren, Wild Arms 3. Um, some of the third-party stuff we have here. We, I don't know why this is on this, but uh, but uh, we have Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands, The Hansel Collection, uh, Bullet Storm Full Clip Edition, Kings of Amalur Re-Reckoning, and Lego Harry Potter Collection. Um, I don't know why it's there. Um, I guess because well, they're all remasters, that's why. Um, okay, and then moving on to PS3 games. Uh, obviously, as of right now, we have to stream these ones. Um, and these are like the actual PS3 non-remastered versions with their saying about these um so PlayStation studio games we have crash commando demon souls uh echo chrome hot shots golf out of bounds hot shots golf hot shots golf world Inv- invitational ico infamous infamous 2 infamous festival of blood loco roco coco echo nailed it motorstorm apocalypse motorstorm prc puppeteer rain Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty, Ratchet and Clank A Crack in Time, Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus, Resistance 3, not one or two, just three, uh, Super Stardust HD, Tokyo Dungeon, Dun- Dun- Jungle, Dungeon, what? Tokyo Jungle. Heard that game is fantastic. Uh, is. When, uh, when Vikings Attack, and for third party here we have Azura's Wrath, uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, just the, first, uh, just the second one, uh, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Ensl- Enslaved Odyssey of the West. That game fucking rules um i didn't know that was on here um fear lost planet two not one or three just just two only the first fear the bad one not two or three the better ones 
uh, specifically two, uh, Ninja Gaiden, Sigma 2, uh, and Red Dead Redemption, the Undead Nightmares. Um, and then last but not least here, uh, we have the time trials they've been talking about here. So if you have the premium tier, you can, uh, the, the certain games will have, uh, up to two hours, I believe two hours is the minimum, um, to play the trials of their games. Uh, it sounds like what they're going to do is like, uh, so they said like it's only the time only counts while you're playing the game. It doesn't say if like, what if I'm paused, does that count? Cause like, uh, EA play does like the 10 hour trials. Uh, but even if you pause the game, um, it will still count the time, which is kind of annoying. I remember doing it like Madden and I paused it and, um, in the middle of the game, I went and I, I think it took Louis for a walk and I like, Oh fuck. I just lost like 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't state if that, if that will do it. But what it, what it is saying here though, the cool thing is, is basically it sounds like you basically are just downloading the full game. Uh, it's kind of like what, like the strangers of paradise type of thing where you just like that demo where like everything you, if you buy the game, all this stuff will carry over. And once you right. buy it, any achievements or trophies or whatever you unlocked uh, will unlock when you buy it as well. Uh, so you don't have to like, re- if you, as long as you buy it when you play the trial, you don't have to replay that time over again. Um, and that's going to be case by case, but it sounds like the minimum will be two hours. Uh, the games that are available at the, as of right now are Uncharted Legacy of Thieves and PS5 versions. Um, but if you have the premium one, you already have Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy on PS4. So I don't know. I guess if you want to just see how much better it looks. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, third-party game, Cyberpunk 2077. So you can just do the two-hour demo and like, oh, okay. That's, I don't need to play any more of that game. Um, Farming Simulator 22. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. And WWE 2K22. Um, and they did say that they're going to be adding games to that regularly. But th- so that's um, what we got. Yeah, so May 24th in Asia, June 2nd in Japan, uh, South America and North America, June 13th. Uh, and then Europe, Australia, New Zealand on June 23rd. So that's what we got, Gables. I mean, it's just, you know, this is coming out in a couple weeks here for us, a few weeks away, whatever. Um, how you feeling on this thing? I am not really too sold upon the top premium tier of this and that's because the classic games especially for the ps2 ones i mean they're basically rehash of what has already been available on the ps4 and the digital yeah. storefront for that portion it's kind of the what we PS... thought it's basically what ps now was yes but now like now it's just morphed in with this it's morphed in with this yes and there's even less games to choose from than yeah. what it was on playstation now i mean you can see the streaming through ps3 and like the ps2 games are more elevant than that but uh, when it comes to the whole PlayStation 1 classic stuff, I mean, there are some noteworthy games and stuff, but it's not worth the initial spending the $18, $19 yet. Oh, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> or $120 a yet. year. Yeah. But uh, there are elements of it, that top tier, that are nice. You know, the game trials for two hours, obviously. The whole aspects of, like, that in and of itself is more useful, in my opinion, than that top tier than some of the classic games. I mean, yeah, you have your Ape Escape, you have Intelligent Cube, you have this and that, though, but there obviously are a plethora of other types of PlayStation games. One PSP game at launch, yeah. and it, the one of the most... I like Super Stardust, mind you, and stuff, but I wish they would have balanced it, like, say, half with PS1, half with PSP, you know? That would have been at least balanced a little bit, but uh, give or take that, I kind of felt like if you are going to invest inside of this whole PlayStation Plus 
like subscription tier or something like that, at least get the one above the basic one. So at least that way you get to download some of those PS4, PS5 games you could try out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, right now it's, it's not worth it investing into the full thing, regardless of whether or not you're a trophy hunter or not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like that, that the extra tier, the middle tier is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're someone that's like just buying a PS five or yes, maybe you're not someone that like, you know, you're not like us there. You, you just you buy games years later. Or are you, you know, like maybe you don't have the money to buy a lot of games a year. So this is great for you. It's kind of like, you know, game pass. Yeah. Uh, in, that, in that way so i feel like the middle tier is not bad yeah it's, but it's like I, I i think it's almost weird that like i feel like the tiers should probably be switch because I, I i don't know I, I i don't know i don't know why the premium tier is a classic games because i feel like most people will be more excited about the the ps4 ps5 games than they would be the old games you know but... more people would be excited about the premium tier if the classic games introduced were not something that we already had previously, say on the PS4 remastered yeah. or streaming to PlayStation Now. PS Now was just like so. I feel like that thing just kind of came out, and like it was, I imagine it was doing okay, it was doing fine, but like yeah, they never really heavily pushed it, and it was never like it just kind of feel like it's something came out, and they just like kind of like all right, well, it's this is yet it's like yet another thing that PlayStation put out, but at the same time, Harley didn't have any type of advertising for it. And it's kind yeah. of faded into obscurity up until now. Yeah. I mean, for a while there, I, we, we knew it was like the numbers were pretty good on it, but they haven't really talked about that or updated that for a long time. But uh, maybe it was silently doing very, doing pretty well, like probably not even gangbusters or anything, but it was probably doing pretty well for them. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, enough that they're wanting to do something more, uh, you know, and just kind of, you know, enough to know that the PS now, name doesn't mean a lot like they probably realize they dropped the ball on it mm. and they know they need to like and like just a rename and a rehash is basically what this is um you know like the the the, the business is the same we just changed the name um kind of thing on it um so yeah i don't know i i just think that like you know m- most gamers do not actually care about those older games like yeah like a lot of people talk about them but I feel like the large, large majority, like the people, like the non-hardcores, they just want to play the new, the newer stuff. Uh, you know, like it may be like they want to dabble here and there, but like I don't. That's why I think it's weird that the premium stuff is. I feel like the premium all should be the the newer games, and then like the classic games should just be in that middle tier. Now, uh, the one thing I can say with certainty that I like in regards to the whole classic stuff is when eventually they do release more classic games. I love the fact that if you purchase them previously on the PS3 or the PSP or the Vita, you can download them natively on your PS5 and play it that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I love that. Um, something I didn't think they would do, and it's awesome that they're doing it. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, it's not awful. It seems like people are mostly okay with this and pretty excited about this list. Right, right. Uh, I didn't, like I said, like for us... Yeah, as someone, people that like typically just buy the games as they come out, like and we 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 played the majority of those big games already. It's kind of when they announced the PS, the PlayStation Collection on PS5, right? It has like 20 big PS4 games on it. It's like those games are that's an amazing list. Like I would argue that you stack those games against the, against the top games on Game Pass, like those games on the PS PlayStation Collection are better. But it's like I've already played all those games, so it's like like so like for like for like me personally, it's like. And this does nothing for me because I've played and beat most, if not all, of those games. Uh, but for someone that might just be buying a PS5 and 
didn't have a PS4 or whatever, it's like you just got fucking some of the best games of the last generation uh, on your console right away. So, um, but yeah, we'll move on. So something that's kind of that kind of came out with that though is that uh, Ubisoft announced that Ubisoft Plus, which is a service they they kind of like brought out a little while back. Right. Um, I think about a year or two ago. Yeah, like a number of years ago, yes. And I think it's like, I can't remember the, the pricing. I'm trying to find it in here. They don't have pricing. Oh, on God. The... What's it like about $10 a month? I think it's something? like $10 a month, and it gives you a bunch of like, it's kind of like their EA Play, where it has mm. a bunch of games in there they've they've added throughout, like eventually they add to it. But there's a more expensive tier that you can do. I think it's right now it's yes. only on PS Plus. I think it's on Xbox, though. It's on, and it's on Stadia. <laughs> on stadia and amazon luna um but uh they announced kind of on that that also that this is um coming out with it and it's going to be uh so i'm going to kind of read through some of this stuff here but there's a more expensive tier i'm sorry for I, I kind of lost my train of thought there that uh i think it's like 20 dollars a month maybe where all the games come there day one i believe um oh, wow so if you're someone that plays uh, but I think you got to pay like an uh, annual subscription. Like you got to pay for the whole year for that. You can't just buy a month or so. I can't remember. It's weird. Uh, I shouldn't speak if I don't know for, for certain, but I remember, like, I remember looking at it. I'm like, is this something I want maybe? And um, yeah, but anyways, uh, so we have Ubisoft plus it's coming to PlayStation. Uh, so I'm just going to read through this is their blog post here. Uh, Ubisoft plus will become, will come to PlayStation in the future, bringing access to more than a hundred titles, additional content, packs and rewards to the platform the subscription service is currently available on pc stadia and it was on so it's not available so there's an app on the xbox for ubisoft plus yes um but i guess it's not on there um offering players day one releases classic games yeah so there's day, there is a more expensive tier that give you day one releases and premium editions and ultimately will be available on playstation and xbox uh ubisoft also revealed that beginning and you know what there's the ubisoft there's that ubisoft club thing where you get points Yes. There's not for that. I apologize. I just remember that now. Uh, I downloaded that app on my Xbox for something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, I apologize. I'm going to continue on, though. Uh, last interruption for me of interrupting myself. Uh, Ubisoft also revealed that beginning May 24th, it will launch a new Ubisoft Plus subscription for PlayStation Plus called Ubisoft Plus Classics. Ubisoft Plus Classics uh, on PlayStation is a curated selection of popular games, including top-selling Assassin's Creed Valhalla, The Division, and For Honor, as well as other as well as beloved classic games like Child of Light. Ooh, yeah. I do love that game. Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, and Watch Dogs. Uh, and Were- Werewolves Within. I don't know that game. And more. Ubisoft Plus Classic... Cl- Ubisoft Plus Classic... Classics, I can't talk now. Catalog for PlayStation Plus will launch with 27 titles and will grow to 50 by the end of 2022. Check out the full list of day one games below. Um, so some of those games are actually already tied in. You feel like... You heard me talk about the third-party games that are on that on those premium and extra tiers. A lot of them were Ubisoft games. So, yep. So this is what's coming. We got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, For Honor, The Crew 2, Child of Light, Eagle Flight, which is a VR game, uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, Far Cry 3 Remastered, Far Cry 4 Legendary Fishing, Risk Urban Assault, a South Park Fractured But Whole, South Park Stick of Truth, Space Junkies, Star Trek Bridge Crew, which I believe is also a VR game, uh, Starlink, The Battle of Atlas, Battle for Atlas. Remember that game, Gables? Yep. I have that still in the box for Switch. Yeah, I have like five Switch bucks. Was the most sought after one because of yeah. Starbox. Uh, yeah, no, it was not because I bought it for five bucks like six months later. Uh, and then I saw it like a few months. I saw it a couple months after that for like a dollar. So should uh, should have waited. Um, Steep, remember that game, Gables? <laughs> uh, somewhat. 
Yeah, the, the that's the one where you're like down you're going down the mountain like skiing. Um the crew, the division, track mania turbo, transference, that game is fucking garbage. That's the Elijah Wood uh, game. It was in VR, but it was also it was just like a, a knockoff like horror game. It was just not good. Trials Fusion. Oh, remember Trials? That game was so good. Trials of the Blood Dragon. Uh Trials Rising. Valiant Hearts, great fucking game. Watchdogs, Werewolf werewolves within and zombie which is that zombie u game but they ported it to others and they just called zombie um with ubisoft plus classics we're providing playstation players with another way to enjoy ubisoft games on their consoles um this is just the beginning as we will ultimately make ubisoft plus available to playstation owners as we continue to build our vision and blah 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 blah. uh ubisoft plus classics will launch bundled with playstation plus extra or premium Subscription tiers on May 24th in Asia, June 2nd, you know, for us and all the, all the other areas. Um, they said there's going to be 27 games at launch. Uh, eventually, we'll have 50 by the end of the year. So just another thing to add to. So kind of like EA Play is on. If you get um, uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you get EA Play uh, with PlayStation Extra or Premium. You get Ubisoft Plus. So another pretty decent deal i mean you know valhalla a lot of people love that game uh it's i it's a it's a it's a ubisoft map game if you've ever seen one um but yeah i think there's a you know far cry 3 great game uh i think as far as like a classic you know of classic list you got like a lot of really good games there like uh like the, we have the two stop park games we have child of light we have um uh valiant hearts the first watchdogs unfortunately not watchdogs 2 which watchdogs 2 it's a very good game. Yes, um, it is. Watch Dogs 1 was a fine game, and 2 was an awesome game, and then 3 came out, and we don't want to talk about that one. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's not bad. It's a pretty good list. I don't know if you can have it separately. Like, you can get EA Play if you just want EA Play, because um, it's like 30 bucks a year on like Xbox. Um, if you want to just... I, you can just buy that without getting Game Pass. Um, I don't know if they're going to do that separately or if you have to get it through that but i don't know it's a it's a nice thing to add in there and i you know it's kind of a nice little plus what about you gables yeah it's all right you know in the regards to that give or take what games if you like to play through ubisoft you know and maybe worth it or not but to me and stuff like the premium yeah that's a good incentive to try to get premium but at the same time though if you're only interested in a couple things ubisoft wise you're better off just go through buying it on the, either the playstation store or get it on a physical disc somewhere <laughs> yeah but i mean if you can get if it's available an extra which is like 15 bucks a month or 100 dollars for a year so yeah. if you are you know you're interested you know you, like you said yeah you could probably find them for cheap or you know maybe just get it for a month or two and play some of those games on there because there's really great games on there the yes that are on that service. So yeah, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, it was, it was kind of like they announced it like shortly after they announced the, the PlayStation plus cl- like l- list and just kind of feel like it kind of got lost. So I want to make that separate, but Gables, let's move on to another topic. Gables it is my favorite thing to talk about every month. We got MPDs Gables in yes. baby. Uh, so it was kind of weird. Like we, like there was like an issue or something like they are the date change. So we didn't, we got the MPDs very late last month. Yes. And then we got it like very early this month. Uh, we had we actually had the list last week, but we were so busy I pushed it to this week. Um, so some kind of some, I got some fun little things out of this too. Gave us some fun little nuggets for people. Um, so let's start off with the with the top twenty list here. So um, number twenty, Tiantina's Wonderland. That's that Borderlands game. Uh, be, 
to you know to be fair uh take two does not include digital sales and there's and the mpds so that's probably why it's it's dropped so far um because I, I think they had they they said it's there it's above expectations uh last week in their uh quarterly financial talks um whatever that means uh but like borderlands gables surprisingly it sold like almost 20 million copies mm-hmm. borderlands 3 like i feel like that game just kind of came out and no one cared yeah but apparently a lot of people cared uh that's fairly surprising i guess i to be fair i did buy it i found it for like i think it was a best buy deal of the day i bought it for like eight bucks and i never even played it so i turned around and i sold it to gamestop for 12 that... uh suckers uh i'm the reason why uh gamestop was dying um moving on here to the next topic we have our next topic next next on the list here so number 20 tiny teams wonderland number 19 madden nfl 22 number 18 mario party superstars number 17 w2k22 uh, from one from seven to seventeen, uh, this is the best launch ever for a WWE 2K game. Um, which is saying something. Cause that's about I think about ten years under the under the Take Two banner. Um, also, once again, they do Take Two does not do include digital sales, but uh, glad to hear that's doing really well. Uh, number sixteen, Animal Crossing: New Horizon. Number fifteen, Miles Morales. Number fourteen, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number thirteen. Uh, Black Ops Cold War, number 12, FIFA t- uh, 22, number 11, Minecraft, number 10, Pokemon Legends Arceus, number 9, uh, Grand Turismo 7, dropped from 2 to 9 that, that month, uh, number 8, sitting at 8, just always at 8, Mario Kart 8, um, number 7, uh, who would have thought that the best-selling racing game of uh, April 2022 would be uh, an 8-year-old Mario Kart game? Yeah, uh, really. not not the brand new uh, racing game from PlayStation. Number seven, for uh, Forza Horizon Two, Forbidden West. Jesus. Uh, number six, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number five, brand new game Gables. Want to guess what that game is? <laughs> came out, came out. It's a Nintendo game. Yeah. Came out April 29th. April 29th. I only had three days on to make this list. And it oh, came at the number five spot. Let me guess, Wii Sports. No, it's Nintendo Switch Sports. Yeah, uh, Switch Sports. Yeah. Number f- at the five spot. So doing pretty well. Uh, and that's a. This is based off of um, money earned, not individual copies sold. Um, the, but the physical edition is fifty dollars because it comes out leg strap. The digital edition is forty. Nintendo does not include digital sales. So maybe it's, I don't know, who knows? Maybe it's doing really good physically. Uh, number four, dropping all the way for number three, Gables. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah. Still holding in strong. Um, number three, MLB The Show 22. I thought, so remember last month I talked about this, that it was the number, it was, the, I think the number, it was number four last month, but it was only on the, it was only on the thing for, I believe, three days Yep. for, for that MPD. And it only included the people that bought the premium edition. Did yes, we get it, it did. You get early, you got five days early access. So this is everybody else that bought the game. <laughs> so oh and this God. was like, and also a Game Pass uh, game, day one launch game. So game's doing really well. Uh, number two, Gables. We think, we think number two is. What do I think? Number you, two. It's a game you played. Elden Ring. It is Elden Ring. Mm. Finally, deceded from the number one spot. Yeah. Gables, we think number one is. It's a brand number new game. One. Number one, brand new game, huh? In the yep. month of April. It's on everything. It is a third party game. Yep. 
third party game on everything. Is it NBA? Nope. No? Disney owns the IP. Disney didn't make it, but they own the IP. Oh my God! Disney owns the IP. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! I know it's something familiar. It's off the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Is it Star Wars related? Yes, it is. Okay. So what was, what was the new Star Wars game? Oh my God! Why am I spacing this? Uh... I'm 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 playing it. I just started <laughs> playing it yesterday. <laughs> TT Games made it. They made a they made a lot of these Star Wars games. Oh my god, dude! I am so bad with it. It is Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. God damn it! I don't usually play the Lego games. That's yeah. So, Mm. um, so some interesting notes out of this, Gables. Um, Lego Star Wars debuts as already the second best selling game of 2022. Ah, there you go. So, you know, this game's been delayed multiple, multiple times. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about, like, the Lego games, like, they're so good in, like, that early to, like, mid-360 PS3 era. Um, really blew up over there. Like, they were they kind of popped in toward the end of, like, that PS2 GameCube era. Um, but they really kind of, I think they blew up in that that early, like, the twenty the 2006 to, like, 2010 era. And then they just kind of, like, kind of kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And I think a lot of burnout happened. Um so they took a lot of time with this one, and it seems like it's paying off. The reviews been doing been really well uh, so far. I'll talk about the game more later, but I've been hearing nothing good things about that game. Did really well for me in the uh, our uh, fantasy critic league. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, also here something interesting. So, some other note here. So the Star Wars, Lego Star Star Wars the Skywalker Saga achieved the highest launch month dollar sales for any Lego title in history, and after one month. Uh, ranks as the as the sixth best selling Lego game, uh, life to date. So, doing really good right away. And then also Gables, another fun factor here. Elden Ring is the best selling game over the last twelve months, <laughs> beating Call of Duty Vanguard, <laughs> which is wild because typically when you look at like the rolling twelve months list, it's always in the like two of the top three games are always. Usually number one and number three are Call of Duty games. Yeah. And like usually number two might be like a sports game or like I don't know, like a fucking Pokemon game or something. That, um, that tells you how strong Elden Ring is. <laughs> yeah. Like we talked about last week. I think it's like or a couple weeks ago. It's at the like 13 million mark. Um, all right. Give it, I'm looking at something here. So we, we just did a bidding process on our thing here. Yep. All right. You got Soul Hackers and Fire Emblem Three Warriors 3 Hope. All yep. right. I got I got Forza Motorsports. I gotta mm-hmm. figure you were going to get Forza Motorsports. That's why I didn't bid on Forza Motorsports. Damn I it! I up, I up my bid. I got scared. <laughs> Look, you better not take this from I me. I kept my bid at five apiece because okay. even yep. if you did outbid that. me on one of them and stuff like that, I'd still have at least the other, which I didn't yeah. know that I was going to get. I, did, both, I, but hey. I didn't even bother bidding. Uh, I looked at the Fire, Fire Emblem, the, the Warrior games. Uh, typically, don't review super duper well. Like they're like the mid sevens. They're the mid sevens, uh, but some on occasion have gone up to the eighties. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's gonna happen with this one. Um, and Soul Hackers, I had I have no idea what the hell that game's gonna be, so I didn't even bother with it. Yeah, I gotta um, figure you weren't gonna hurt, gonna bid on that one yeah, because it's a yeah. hardcore JRPG. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked up like the the last one came out like twenty years ago, so I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna let that one be. But um, all right, let's move on, Gables, to uh, some uh, other news this week. Um, give me, oops, sorry, trying to do time 
slots here. All right, so Ruler Champions. Remember that game, Gables? No. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so it was a Ubisoft game that they announced like four years ago at E3. Um, no wonder. <laughs> it, it's that roller derby game. Uh, okay. So they've, they've just dropped a trailer the other day for it. Um, they showed you how the game works. Basically, just you know, you're with a team that's roller derby, and right. the more laps you do with the ball and you throw it in the hole, the more points you get. The first one, the five points wins. Um, it's coming out next week, May 25th. I believe that is a Wednesday. Huh. Um, and uh, yeah, coming out next Wednesday. It's gonna be free to play. It's coming to everything. Um, and I mean, literally everything. It's on like Luna and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, it's coming out. It's gonna be free to play. Uh, they showed off that they're gonna have like uh, the the season passes all that fun jazz all the shit they do to make you know, whatever make money um looks fine uh i don't think i'm ever actually gonna play this game um i don't think see people like people seem to like it like years ago when they played it at e3 uh, and then just kind of went away forever and then it's just it's just weird that they just dropped it out of nowhere like a trailer for here's the game here's like here's what you do to play the game and it's coming out hey and by the way it's out a week from now that's weird yeah so and it's going to be free-to-play, so it's a live service game. So, Good luck with that one, Ubisoft. Um, I don't know. It's whatever. And so this that's is happening. what they're going to be bought. <laughs> yeah, this is what they're going to be bought. Oh, shit, Gables. I totally forgot to mention this. Did you EA? hear? Uh, yeah, about EA? Yes, EA wants to either be sold or merge with a company. And well, the they, want, they want to merge, yeah. Yes, and... Uh, it this started breaking a little bit late yesterday, and then it's a little bit more rumblings today. Where EA Electronic Arts is looking to either be merged or be, or to possibly to sell it outright to pretty much anybody they want to go forth and negotiate with. A couple of companies that have went through and negotiated. One of them was pretty close was NBC Universal. Yep. But uh, there was also talks, I believe, with Amazon and I believe Disney was another Apple. one. Apple, yes. Yeah. Yes, that was also another one of the things. So potentially we could see a possible merger between EA and another major company relatively soon. Not sure what, but from what I come to understand, I've watched a bit of uh, this information upon a video from Young Yeah, who is a predominant YouTuber as well, that uh, in regards to in regards to like leadership roles, it seems like uh, oh god, who the hell is that? top dude that's at ea right here the um CEO. wilson andrew wilson andrew yep. his name i think you're right Let andrew wilson he will still remain inside of power as ceo regardless yeah. of whether or not like when they merge or what they do which kind of honestly in my honest opinion dude it that kind of sucks because i kind of wanted to see yep, a little andrew bit of shake up because yeah. uh, EA has been so stagnant, especially with the misstep and the colossal failure that was Battlefield 2042. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Give them a little, they, I feel like they're trying. They've, they're they've, trying doing the, they've been pushing the EA originals. Uh, I've been, you've been hearing, I've been hearing some news behind like it takes two as that's like blew away their expectations. Absolutely. One of my game of the year from game awards. Uh, and commercially did really well, uh. So they're they're like kind of doubling down on the EA original stuff, uh. Instead of like just putting out like one game a year, they're gonna like they're actually like have more, more deal deals in place, and they're giving them more money to make games as well. So it sounds like hey, like that's really awesome. Um, 
And that's one of the games that's a, that's rumored to be a Q1 game of 2023. Uh, right. is a EA original game. Not going to be Hazelight, which is the It Takes Two studio. Obviously, it's been it's way too early for them. Uh, but it sounds like they're working on it. Uh, they're probably going to make another game for them. Um, but I don't know. Like, like you got Skate 3 coming. Uh, you know, a couple years probably away, but still it's coming. We got Dead Space Remake. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor uh, coming next year. So I don't know. Like, it's not... Like yeah, like yeah, it's not like great for us, and there's definitely a lot of embarrassments on their end, but um, they're not, you know, they're not Square Enix or Ubisoft, you know, like they are, I don't know, like there's definitely a lot of things to not like about them, uh, for sure, right? Uh, and they're not 2K, uh, I don't know, they're not as like I don't feel like they're as we should universally hate them as we did, uh, <laughs> ten years ago when they got voted the worst company in the world or in the united states two years in a row uh, which was always stupid i thought it was, it's funny it was, it was a funny story but it was stupid because it's like there was literally companies that were like foreclosing people's houses illegally um that were not voted the worst company i feel like you guys should be a shoe-in for that uh but people yeah, got sure. gamers got mad and put voted them over bank of america um i will bring up this this point across right here when it comes to it but isn't it crazy that this year we've seen we've seen three major AAA companies either going through in process of talking about merges or selling or acquired you know activision ubisoft ea all square. within the same year oh yeah square that's four yeah all within the same year yeah and I mean, all four of those companies have had major missteps in some of their recent game releases too. Got Babylon's Fall and Avengers for Square Enix. I mean, Ubi- Ubisoft that. is just a, uh, it's just a trail of fucking dead games behind it. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, but yeah, I mean, oh, you can do that with you can I can pick that out. You can do it with every I think big game maker though. Even like Nintendo's had missteps. Um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, like they're definitely some of those are like they're bigger failures because how much money they sink into them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. My, my thing is, is like, it always concerns me. Like we're a non gaming entity is possibly buying a big one like this. It'd be kind of funny though. After EA is like decades of like buying studios and then like fucking them up and then closing them. Uh, it would be fitting that like a, another company bought them, fucked them up and then closed them. Uh, which that's, uh, that's my main concern is like, it was, it was like when, when you on there. Yeah. But it's uh, nobody, I don't know. Nobody really wants like, nobody you, really like, oh, won't. people can say, Oh, fuck EA, But it's like, uh, they're pretty important guys. Um, and you know, they employ a lot of people and they uh, like, you know, not, I love Madden obviously, but like that aside, like they, they still make a lot of good games that people love. Um, it's kind of like the, like we talked about a couple weeks ago with like, Ubisoft possibly, uh, being bought by a private, like, uh, was it, private division. I can't remember what it's called, but basically just a bunch of rich people that will like, that are, they just fuck companies up and then they sell them. It's like, yeah. I would rather fucking 10 cent buy that company. Then I know people want to talk about like, I don't want Chinese money brought into uh, non Chinese companies, but it's like, at, selfishly, it's like, I want these, you know, gaming companies that are in the gaming world to continue to run gaming companies, you know, Right, instead of being uh, gutted and never see the yeah, and maybe that doesn't happen, but it's like like the big thing was like NBC wanted EA because of like they're like big into like the cloud right now and like their streaming services, so they want that they want that technology 
for themselves to, to like their other services and it's like just, i don't know that concerns me maybe like a merger would be better that I let the people that like are running the game side continue to run the game side instead of merging and then all those people leave and then we have non-gaming people running a gaming company which yeah, would be concerning that's the biggest fear that's yeah, the biggest I, fear I would, a company like that it's it's easy to shit on andrew wilson but it's like i would rather andrew wilson stick around than them just plug in some guy that doesn't know anything about video games to try to run a video game company. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like playing it safe, but I don't know. I, I, I don't want these like, you know, I, we love games and I, the more companies, big companies, the better. So yeah, it's exciting when, like, when they get, when like when Activision, cause it's so, I mean, Activision is a different story because it was so fucked up that Microsoft buying them is exciting to like, yeah. kind of like save the, all the IPs over there and get them that call of duty funk. Um, but for cases so, yeah. like Ubisoft or like EA, it's kind of sad because obviously they're a product of their own pudding. They had a lot of mismanagement type of things and game yeah. releases and stuff in the past. But we still want to see their games. Oh yeah, but prosper. Ubi- EA is that. perfectly fine. Is doing financially, still doing very very well. They are. Yes. They're not losing money. They are doing very well. So, uh, same with Ubisoft. Not only these companies are losing money. It's just yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's when when your big game flops. It, it, even not even like it made money. It's just not, a, not a commercial success like they wanted. But um, let's get back into the other news here, like we were doing. So, anyways, um, Ruler Champions is coming on May twenty fifth. If you care, I don't think anybody does. Uh, so, uh, Final Fantasy Seven news apparently is happening next month. Uh, yep. But no idea what that means because there's some like what is that was final like they didn't specifically say remake and they didn't specifically even if they said remake <laughs> there's multiple remakes happening for Final Fantasy Seven. Absolutely. Um, is it the first soldier mobile game? Is it the uh, Ever Crisis? I think is the other remake they're doing. Is it a movie based game? Is it remake too? I don't know, Gables. I don't want to get my I don't want to get too excited. This gives me hope that maybe there's a a PlayStation thing next month because there's been some talk that like maybe there is uh because you know playstation has the marketing deal with them on final fantasy 7 remake uh so i feel like if that's gonna be and shown off that's good gonna... 16 and 16 but then well th- this one they're only talking about seven uh but they did but they did say final fantasy 16 will be talked about in the spring um ah. so and we're getting pretty close to the end of spring uh even though it was, <laughs> it's 50 degrees here in iowa and i got the heat on um but uh yeah, I don't know. I, it gives me more hope. And I really hope it's a remake, too. They did say uh, earlier this year that they would talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 before the end of the year. But to be fair, they said the exact same thing about 16 last year. And then, like, yes. December 30th, they put a blog post out saying we're not ready to talk about Final Fantasy 16. But we'll talk about it in the spring. So <laughs> oh, maybe we're just reliving that same thing, but with Seven Remake. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, it, that's happening. Um, fucking the goddamn guy from death training one uh and walking dead i forgot his name uh norman reedus norman reedus yeah norman reedus and the fetus um he uh said that he's making death training too which to be fair he said the exact same thing about two years ago and then it came out the director's cut came out and we're all like oh that's probably what he's talking about and then he just said it again <laughs> in an interview last week well uh, that's just the thing you know it's like in hollywood they actors and actresses do like casually drop like other future projects they're working on and stuff but yeah obviously when it comes to the gaming industry it's more considered like a bombshell if somebody even introduced something that's like unannounced like that yeah but i thought it was kind of funny like the whole 
tweet by Hideo Kojima like after that thing came out with stuff. Yes, that was hilarious. It was, it was him <laughs> pretending like he hit, he was hitting Norman Reedus with a baseball bat, uh, with the with the the I think what's Barbie? I think is the ball, the baseball bat from Walking Dead. Um, yeah, so that was pretty funny. I got I got kicked out of that one, but um, yeah. Uh, apparently he leaked that, which um, why is why does Kojima hate me, Gables? I supported this man for thirty fucking years. And he he does this to me, puts out Death Stranding. Now Justin likes Kojima. <laughs> Justin never cared about Mel Gasold. Never cared no, about Mel Gasold. Never cared about Kojima. You don't like him because of I still like I I don't not that I dislike him. Uh, he just hurt me is all, um, and he doesn't care about me. I feel like this is a one way relationship. Um, so what you're saying is Death Stranding Two is a day one game. Yeah, I'm probably gonna buy it. Uh, <laughs> I'm eventually going to beat Death Stranding. I go back to it like every like six months. I, I'm very close to the end. I've got like five hours left. I'm like 30 something hours in. I might as well plow through it when you can. It just makes me so fucking mad, Gables. It just, it, <laughs> it brings out the worst in me. Oh God. It just, I, it just, fuck that oh, game. It's fuck, so, dude. the cutscenes are so beautiful though. Um, yeah, I'm gonna buy. It. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play that game. I bought the director's cut. Might as well. Put, God damn me, I hate my. I hate me for this. Um, speaking of some PlayStation, something actually interesting about the Death Stranding two thing is that PlayStation owns the IP. Uh, but 505 Games that that they also published Control, uh, for uh-huh. Remedy. Um, they published this game. They published Death Stranding one on the PC. PlayStation did. Yes. Um, even though PlayStation didn't like marketed it. Uh, so that could be a thing where maybe like. Cause like I feel like it sounded like Death Stranding like it sold pretty well, but they were like they were PlayStation was overall kind of disappointed with the game. They were just you know expecting more from a they expected more from a Kojima game, I guess like um from that. Uh so it could possibly like it's still coming to like it would it would have to be a PlayStation exclusive, but maybe like like there's like a marketing deal with like say Five Five Games is helping with the, with paying some of the, some of the costs. I don't know. Uh, I don't fully understand that one, but uh. I was kind of reading about like how that could be where like PlayStation technically doesn't have to like um, give the okay uh, to like doesn't have to be the one to like green light this game. I guess like they have to green light it to come to consoles. They can come like this training two could be a PC game, but like, I don't know. It, I, don't, I don't fully understand it. I shouldn't talk about things. I don't fully understand, uh, but it was very, I, I thought it was kind of interesting, but I, I, I need to research more and figure out how that works. Uh, moving on though. We have uh, last of us remake. Apparently it's still coming this year. Which thank God because I drafted it. Uh, I was so confident in this game coming out this year. I drafted it in January to our face correctly. Uh, yep. And uh, Jeff Grove mentioned that apparently it's still on track to come out this year. Uh, originally the idea was like because the TV show for HBO was supposed, to, was supposed to start at the end of this year. It's now being pushed to 2023. Um, it sounds like it's gonna be early in the year uh, on 2023 though. It's like maybe like first like maybe like. February, Marchish around there for it to, to premiere. Um, but they still want to put it out in 2022. It's kind of like what we've seen with like uh, Uncharted when they did the uh, Legacy of Thieves collection with PS5, right. where a couple weeks before the movie came out, um, they, they did the remasters for those. And basically, they're doing this remake. And the idea is put it out this year, get the initial boost like right away. People will buy it right for the holidays. And also people that love the first game, love the first game already, or maybe just missed it or whatever. 
here you go, his remake for you. And then in three, four, five, six months, the TV show comes out, maybe has that Witcher 3 effect where Witcher came out on Netflix. Everybody went out and bought it um, again or just then replayed it, went out and bought it on, on PC. Maybe we get that bump from th- for that. And I think that's kind of the idea. Um, I went on a whole rant like a year ago about why the fuck remastering a game that's 10 years old, uh, yeah. not even 10 years old. Uh, I don't really have the energy to do it again. Um, but yeah, that's happening. And I'm going to bitch about it and I'm probably going to buy it. So yeah, I don't know. Gills, yeah, I think that is that one. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, it's like, I can understand why they want to go forth and remaster this game. But at the same time, we already had a remastered version of the last. Of well, Us this is a PS4. remake in the new engine. So last was one make in the yeah. New. So last was one was made in a different engine from Last of Us Two. So this yeah. is the this is the engine that uh, Last of Us Two was made in. Yep. Um, Uncharted Four was made in the Last of Us One engine. Like okay. the, the, this is like the new new engine. Uh, so I'm sure it's going to look gorgeous. It's going to play better. It's going to use the Last of Us Two gameplay. Um, it was my game of the year 2020. Probably my number one, or it's probably my number two favorite game of all time. Probably number, I don't know. That's a conversation I'm gonna have to have with myself one of these days uh, between God of War 2018 and Last of Us Part Two uh, that I'm not mentally prepared to have. Um, it'll, yeah, but anyways, I don't get. Uh, ahead, anyways, I still kind of feel like it's too soon for like a remaster of this game. Yeah, well, re- <laughs> remake, 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 remake. Okay. okay, remake, remake, remake. I don't want people to get mad at me. Was, um, yeah, it's very important that we, we do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm probably going to, um, you know, we're going to, I'm, I'm, I'm like, why are we doing this? And then I'm going to see, then we're going to see gameplay. I'm like, oh my God, okay, I get yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm, 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 all right, I'm buying that. Fuck yeah. 70 bucks. Okay, that's fine. I'll buy it for a third I'll, I'll buy it for a th- third time. Yeah. Maybe it has, yeah. I, my, I have a theory that maybe factions comes to the PS Plus Premium thing or something? I could see that free. happening. Okay, if it's, I don't know, that could be a thing. Uh, I don't know. But Gables, we need to move on. Let's yep. talk about what we've been playing this week. I'm gonna go All first because right. I want. I'm gonna kind of make mine fast. Um, I played a couple games this week. I played the, like I mentioned earlier, I played the Lego Star Wars game, Skywalker mm-hmm. Saga. Uh, Gables, guess what I got? What? I got Gamefly. For I got a, <laughs> I got a, I got a deal from the. So I got a deal from them for a month okay. of Gamefly. Uh, yeah. for a dollar, I'm like, okay, and you get two games at a time, and I kind of timed like I got it like a month ago, and I had okay. until May 16th, so Monday this past Monday, to sign up for it. I'm like, fuck yeah, I have a vacation. Uh, like I started like starts like June 9th, or June 10th, I started. Uh, yeah. so I like a good chunk of my vacation, I'll still have game pa- or uh, game fly, and so I'm like, okay, cool, and I got two games at once, awesome. So I got Lego Star Wars and Sifu, which worked out because Sifu just came out physically. Last week, uh, yes. Sifu, some reason, I got Lego Star Wars on Friday, and I got Sifu today. I don't know why they got shipped separately. FedEx must have delivered them. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, I got I got that for a month, and I'm, I'm going to try a few. I'm going to play a few games. Um, I have a few games here I, I want to play. Uh, but uh, yeah, I played that. I played, uh, it's cool. It's like, you can start off, um, you can start any trilogy that you want. You can do like the prequels, the original, or the Disney prequels. And um yeah, so I started to start with seven. Um, I want to, you know, try it. I just want to. I don't know. I don't know why I picked seven. I'm probably gonna do the the, the original trilogy last. Um, but I remember like playing playing through the playing through the first six 
on GameCube way back in the day. And loving it. I, you know, I'm I'm the, I'm a, I'm that fan. There's like a lot of people that like I'm like like I played the Harry Potter Lego games. I played the Indiana Jones Lego games. Like I got really into those. And like a lot of people, and then just kind of like they they started doing like the Marvel ones, and they started doing like the undercover one, and it just kind of fell off. But uh, you know, the reviews came out did pretty well. Uh, obviously, selling really well. Uh, and so far, I'm really liking it. It's like it's kind of cool, like some of the changes they made to it, where it's like uh, there's open areas um, in it, so you can like you can start the missions whenever you want. But like, there's just a bunch of like every like every like movie has like open areas with like side missions you can do where you can find a bunch of studs which are just like little lego pieces that are like currency in the game uh there's like side missions you can do which you can find like little some bricks that you need the bricks to up like they have skill trees that you can upgrade um the nice thing is the skill tree is like universal because you play as several different characters uh and but yeah the I feel like the uh, and there's actually voice acting, so they actually, they hired voice actors and the voice acting. I mean, obviously it's not the original characters from the the, the actors, uh, but the actors um, that they have, it's kind of like when you watch like a, a Disney, the TV show of like the, like the Lion King TV show. It's like that's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas playing as Simba in the TV show, but it sounds pretty close, and it's kind of the same thing in this one. Uh, or it's not Robin Williams as genie, but it sounds pretty close. It's kind of like that in uh, on this, where like a lot of them pretty good, some of them. Are awful. Uh, a guy who plays like Kylo Ren, awful. Uh, doesn't sell anything with him. Uh, Han Solo doesn't sell anything. Um, like the uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, some of them are pretty bad. But some of them really good. Like I uh, Pose is pretty good. Um, Finn's is really good. Ray's is pretty good. Um, Luke Skywalker's is uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I I I beat episode seven, and episode eight. And so far, I really like it. The gameplay is, it's like, it's pretty, it's easy. It's, it's a family. It's a kid game. It's a kiddier game. Uh, but as someone that grew up loving the Star Wars game and Star Wars show movies and some of the games and man, I fell off hard after uh, um, episode nine broke my heart. Uh, but that's part of the, I think the reason why I'm, I'm replaying this one is because like uh, I've, re- I've, like I've said, I've already beat the other games like in Lego before, but like, even right. though it's like, it's going to be a wholly different experience. Uh, I just got, I just want to like, I want to see if maybe they can make episode, episode nine. Good. Uh, cause if they can't, we're fucked. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're already kind of fucked, but we're really fucked. Um, yeah, so far it's, it's playing pretty well. Like the, the, the puzzles are fairly simple. Uh, but like the gameplay is actually pretty fun. Like there's some pretty cool epic moments. Uh, like the end of last Jedi episode eight is actually really awesome. And I was actually kind of hype. Uh, and this, like they do like some of the big moments in the movies, uh, are actually pretty cool and like the like and the music is just cheating it's not fair um but yeah like yeah like i said like the game like i've never died or anything like that but it's just fun to go through the games i'm not doing any of the, like the side missions or going like exploring the world really i'm just kind of like going through and, exp- and playing the game like playing the main story of the game there's a ton of shit you can do if you want to like, do all that um but if you want to just like kind of like cruise through the thing you could probably beat each at least so far i beat the first two ones and like maybe like I don't know, three hours, three and a half hours. So maybe like the length of the movie is what you could probably beat the games in. Um, but like, yeah, it's, it's fun. Like doing the flying missions, all that is really good. Um, I'm going to play some more. I'll talk about more next week. I also started playing, I literally played the, uh, started playing Sifu right for this. I literally played, just played play, play like an hour. Uh, but I, uh, they, they came out with the, uh, the, the update that makes like an easier mode. Uh, it's still pretty challenging, but they have an easier mode. I'm doing that one. So this is like a roguelike game where, you know, if you like, Basically, uh, you play as uh, Sifu, I believe his name is, and 
when he was a kid, he witnessed these five people murder his father. And now he's 20 years old and he wants revenge. It's a fucking martial arts game. Graphically, it's, it's beautiful. Um, and it, man, oh my God, the, the combat is, is incredible. Like the way it works, the way it flows, the way it moves, like, like the way you can dodge and parry and like, you can like combo, like you can dodge and parry. Like you can like, you hit, like hit down on the left stick and you'll like duck to, to like the duck, like a uh, high attacks or you like hit up with the, with the parry to like lift your feet up to, to like dodge, like sweeps or low attacks. Um, and, uh, oh man, it's, it's, it's really good. So it's a roguelike. So like, um, so, so how this works is like, you have like a talent. So he gets murdered when he's a kid, but he has this talisman and like somehow he survived it. And every time you die, you age a little bit. Yep. And I don't know what the max age level is. Uh, but I if, think every, it's like 70 something, but like, I, I don't know how like the, the age works up. Cause like so far, every time I die, I go up one year, but eventually it starts skipping years. You might go from yep. like, say, I don't know, like hypothetically 25 to 32, 32 to 45. And there's, but there's like better thing, like nice things. Like there's a balance there where like, I think like you get older, like your health bar is a little lower, but like some of your attacks are like, you're more powerful. Um, so there's like a balance there. Um, but there's also like things like you can in game, like you find statues that you can use that you can give you like in like stuff you only get for that run. So like you can like kind of build them up so like you can increase like your, um, your, like the highest age you can go to or increase, uh, like you get some health back every time you, you defeat an enemy, you can increase how much health you get back or you can increase how much, um, how durable your weapons are, or you can, um, what was one of them? Like, Oh, I can like, one of them was like, you can use, you can earn experience points. They can use to like buy, you can use those experience points to purchase new abilities, like new attacks and stuff like that. And right. you can buy those to use in that run, or you can spend more experience points and keep them permanently. So that's stuff you can kind of keep running with you. So I got like, I, I bought like my, uh, one thing I bought was like, I can, my, my weapons, well, I can use them more. They, they, it takes longer to break them. Um, or like it breaks and I can throw it. Like, like I have like a fucking, like a, a bamboo stick and then like it breaks and then I can chuck it and it does a lot of damage. Uh, and then like, I have like a awesome, like I can run and hit triangle and I do a, like a leg sweep and it trips them and then I can run up and I can just beat the fucking shit out of them on the fucking ground. <laughs> fucking kill them. Kill them. Fucking kill them. Um, Man, this game is fucking awesome. Uh, it feels really good so far. Uh, I, I'm like I said, I'm playing on the easier mode, but it still gets. I, I've died quite a bit. Uh, still like, but like, like one of them was like I. One of the ones I used was like, uh, I decreased my age by five years. So I'm from I started at twenty. I was like twenty six. I went down to twenty one. I think. Um, but I beat the first two bosses. Uh, the first two levels. And there's like things you can like you uh, as you beat them. You can like you like you can find stuff. Uh, like that will like make you create shortcuts so you can get through these levels faster the next time around. And then also if you do die and you in the run, you lose the run, um, you can actually start from the level that you last, you, you last played on. Ah, so I, I, I beat the first two levels. Say I die on mission three. I can start from mission three, but you don't get the, you don't get to replay them and like get all the statues to re earn all the upgrades for that run. So it's kind of a balance act, but so far, uh, it's really cool. Um, I like the fact it's it's on an easier mode. Like I said, it's still difficult for me, maybe not for a lot of people. Um, but I thought this game looked incredible, uh, and I was just like, man, I'm just not good at games, especially games like this. <laughs> I've never been. A, I'm like, I'm just all like in boxing games or anything like UFC games, like or like even like fighting games. I am a just. I don't defend. I don't. I don't block. I don't parry. Uh, I am a fucking. I swing for the goddamn fences. 
Uh, I'm like Gable's predicting E3. I just go <laughs> for the big, I go for home runs. Uh, and, you know, sometimes I get knocked the fuck out. And so, like, games like this, like, you know, that's a lot of, like, like the Souls games for me. Just so quick, because I'm not, I'm not a very patient fighter. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, so far, it's really good. I'm going to keep playing it, um, and I'll, I'll come back next week and talk about that game as well. But, Gables, tell me about Kirby. All right, so Kirby. So when I got Kirby last week, I decided to go forth and started, like, I think literally right after, gosh, like about the day that I did get it. So I think I talked a little bit about it last week. but Yeah, I think you just basically did, like, the first, like, basically the demo. Yeah, so basically I just did, like, the uh, the whole extent of the demo stuff to where I went past the first world. And, uh, yeah, right now I'm, I'm past the first world. I'm not even, like, halfway through the second world and stuff. But part of the reason is because I wanted to collect all the little Waddle Dees and stuff and try to fully explore a lot of these levels. Let me tell you something. This game is absolutely made for you to go and explore everywhere inside these levels. They're huge, they're vibrant, and they feel so organic in terms of, like, how you're going through and investigating things. I like how the little mission structure is they'll give you like a whole list of things you're supposed to do. Like, okay, find the four Waddle Dees, do this, do that, or something like that. But there are going to be ones that are questioned, like kind of blocked out and stuff until maybe after you completed the level once or twice, and then they'll go through and they'll kick pack. I like that aspect is because it gives you more incentive to replay the level, but also if you're really stumped and what you need to do next to get that last Waddle Dee, it'll just give you a little hint. It's like, oh, hey, for this level... Go investigate that uh, sunken that treasure island and stuff like that. And uh, that was one of the ones, the one of the levels that I had last left off of and stuff before, like I went to work this morning to where it's like last night I had uh, this one water level on level two that uh, I kept finding. I kept finding like little bits here and there and stuff like that. I found all the seagulls in this level, did this and that, and like all of a sudden I had one waddle d missing and like. Another thing missing, and I'm thinking, okay, okay, where the hell am I supposed to find this? I've already went to this level like about two or three times, and then the little thing flipped around the last time I completed it after I found that last seagull. It's like, oh, explore the sunken island. It's like, oh, oh, that place. It's like, it was like a particular portion of this level and stuff where you see an island that's far off in the distance, and you think to yourself, like, how the hell am I going to get over there? Then all of a sudden you get to that out of bounds. You get to close to that line and stuff where it looks like it's an out of bounds area that you can't jump over. And so I thought to myself, I was like, let's try jumping over it. Maybe I can do it that way. And I jump over it and I swam all the way to this island and I fucking found the last Waddle D and like uh, the island in and of itself. It's that type of like clever hidden secrets and stuff that make this game more enjoyable. In aspects is because it forces you to think outside the box in order to do exploration stuff. It's like, hey, sure, you can keep inside this box's boundary and stuff, but sometimes you have to think outside the box in order to accomplish your task of what you need to do. Another thing I really like is the whole aspect of the whole Waddle Dee town. As of this moment, I have over 60 Waddle Dees. <laughs> so I got the entirety of all the Waddle Dees in World 1, and then I've gotten most so far inside of World 2. I'm not sure how many levels, like, worlds there are in this game. I'm assuming it's going to be either five to seven. I thought it was, I think it's six or seven. It's not eight. It's less than eight. It's it's more than five. Yeah, traditionally, I know that some Kirby games go between, like, uh, like six, sometimes six worlds, sometimes seven. I think it's six worlds and, like, seven is, like, a boss. 
Okay. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. But uh, my overall impressions of Kirby, it looks fantastic. Yeah, there's some little frame rate dips, but other than that, though, Nintendo and how laboratories have done a fine job in regards to how this game's presented, how the game level design feels like a fucking Mario game, dude. It feels mm-hmm. like an explorable Mario game. This is like a natural evolution of like a spinoff of like a Kirby's version of a Mario game. I absolutely love it. I love the abilities of what you get to evolve later down the road, but you have to find these little maps, these little like instructions these little like blueprints for you to evolve your specific items and stuff and like build up like an RPG, like level up system. I've gotten maybe two or three power ups so far through doing it this way. I found the blueprint for like the, uh, the whole like uh, cutter Kirby and stuff. And he has chakrams and stuff and he can toss these double chakrams and stuff at enemies and stuff. But, uh, I love the evolutionary process of what I have for weapons. For like my basic weapons, I love the whole aspect of uh, like in doing a whole bunch of like inhaling like a, these specific type of items to progress through certain parts of the level. Like say the mouthful mode thing for the car, you know, mm-hmm. transversion past that. There was the cone Kirby; those are fairly early on, and then there was the last one I had a chance to try out, which was the glider. The oh, glider yeah. for the whole concrete like uh, like. Uh, tier thing that you're climbing up above in the middle of the world two and stuff to where there's this portion where you are transported to another area right and then you think to yourself okay how the hell am i gonna go over here and all of a sudden you see this you see this glider that you can actually inhale and you can fly across the damn thing and you can go through this way and that way and stuff and it feels nice the whole glider stuff it's a lot more fluid than i thought it was going to be but one of the best aspects about this game is the soundtrack. The music oh. is superb in this game. Absolutely superb. Level design, the music, the gameplay is simple is classic Kirby. I honestly didn't feel like that this game was going to be living up to, like, say, the heights that it does. But this is better than the average Kirby game. This is honestly one of the best Kirby games I've played since, like, Triple Deluxe on the DS. And even so... This game in and of itself, I'm not even halfway through this game. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. There's still other aspects of the game I have yet to try. I love collecting little gotcha, little, uh, the gotcha little toys or little figures and stuff decorating in Kirby's house. I think I've got like about four of them decorating his little mantle and stuff. But, uh, this is an absolute joy trying to unlock everything. And that's fairly important for a 3D platformer, especially if you want to aim for people to, you know, have a little bit more fun with it besides doing what they did with Star Allies to where it feels like you could collect certain aspects of a level and stuff, but you could just blaze basically blaze it through of it like within five hours and stuff and they oh just, okay, that's it. Average just hold to the game. right and jump sometimes. Yeah. So the quintessentially like that type of gameplay and they went from that whole side scrolling experience to a fully fleshed out three D platformer of what they have with this Kirby game. And not only does it feel natural, but it feels like it feels like an aspect like <laughs> like a Super Mario 3D world in some aspects. Yeah. But, uh, I don't yeah. think it's crazy to put that on that. I mean, it doesn't have the legacy of like a Mario, but I don't think it's crazy to put this game on that pedestal of like, maybe it's not as good as Mario 3D world, but it's fair to put it in the conversation, which it's fair is to put wild. It in the conversation right at this moment. 
But uh, at the same point, like I was saying before, I'm not halfway through the game, and I'm already enjoying it to this extent. So I'm looking forward to where this game is going to take me to next. Because, like I said before, last time I played a Kirby game this great was Kirby Triple Deluxe. Some bit of, like, Robobot was also satisfactory. But this yeah. is on a higher echelon to where it's it's up there to, with me with Kirby Triple Deluxe and Kirby Superstar. When it comes to that, it's getting close to that type of tier to where, God, a first main 3D Kirby game, and it hits it out of the park relatively well. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what, other than that, yeah. Before you move on here, which yeah. what is World 2? What's like the theme of World 2? It's a water. It's water. Okay. You know, like a water world sort of thing. Okay. So I can't wait. I believe it's World 3. Is what I'm thinking yeah. of. And I can't fucking wait till you get there, Gables. Oh, Because well, it great. is one of the coolest Nintendo things ever made. Okay. I don't want to... Okay. I, I feel like I'm putting it on too much of a pedestal. Uh, but it's one of my favorite things Nintendo has ever done. Uh, huh. And the, the biggest complaint I have about that game is it peaked at World 3. <laughs> and it, oh. I don't... Okay. Uh, that's my, and that's not even like a fair, that's not even really a complaint. It's like the game is just too good at this part. And it's not, it's, it's like, this game was like an 11 out of 10 at world three. And then it's just like a nine out of 10 everywhere else. And it's just not fair. Uh, that's my complaint about that game. That's my one complaint I have about, uh, mm. that fucking game. My, God damn. My question to you, Tyler, is like, when you played this game, did you, did you actually go through and get every little waddle D and everything else? Oh God, no. I, I did like the first like two worlds. And then I was just like, I ain't, like I, I think I did. I got the majority of them. Uh, right. I probably got like I can't remember what my, my final number is, but I probably got like I, I looked up the number. I got like I think it's like in the main campaign, the main story. I think I got like seventy, eighty percent of them. Okay. So. Okay, I'm definitely but, aiming to get all the Waddle Dees out of this one because for one, it's like it's it's definitely encouraging me to go forth and want to collect them, and two. Yeah. Like other types of Nintendo games, especially Kirby games, you collect everything. There's going to be some added bonuses that are going to be at the end of it. So I'm looking yeah, forward there, to seeing that. Yeah, there's a couple little things. I, I think the reason why I didn't get all of them is because I, I read that, like, you can't, like, you know, you, re, you miss one in the game. You go back to replay that level again. Uh-huh. So a lot of these games, like a lot of these collectible games, you just go back, you, you find that one, and then you can just quit the level and you still got it. Uh-huh. In this game, it doesn't work like that. You have to beat the oh, level Oh, no, again. you got to complete it. Yeah, uh, so I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't really like. There's some cool shit in the Waddle Dee Town. Like the boss rush mode you eventually unlock is fucking awesome. Mm, uh, the okay. fun, like the, um, the like the the cooking game is actually pretty fun. Uh, yeah. There's some fun shit in there. Uh, this game is surprisingly excellent. Is Kirby my goddamn game of the year, Gables? <laughs> For what it sounds like, you had a hell of a good time of this game as well. Fuck, is it better than Forbidden West? <laughs> I got well, like seven months to worry about this. I'm not going to do it yet. Well, uh, I'll leave you to your mental anguish of having to decide that later on down the line. But at I'm, I'm same... going to do it right now while you're talking. Fuck me. <laughs> All right. So other than that, I did play more F0X. I completed all the courses on Novice. And what's kind of funny is I completed all the what I thought was all of the uh, – cups on standard until it mm-hmm. unlocked a separate cup called the joker cup 200 cc and i went through it on novice and again on standard and what's kind of interesting about it tyler there's 
the very last track, actually no, the very first track of the Joker Cup, it's Rainbow Road. <laughs> it's straight up Rainbow Road from like uh, Mario game. Kart 64. And what's hilarious about it is uh, it's a little bit more streamlined and stuff, and uh, you could you could fall off the damn Rainbow Road and try to bypass everything, you know, or just completely fall to your death. But uh, the last level, the sixth course inside the Joker Cup, it's a gigantic hand with all the turns is and this and that. Hand? Yeah, it's literally like the size of my hand, palm and all, like all the twists and turns and stuff like that. It's it's navig it's like freaking crazy as hell trying to navigate around those curves. Does Giga but... Bowser show up in the final world? Oh no 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 no! But much more hilarious and stuff about it. It's like I completed that. I tried playing the game on expert, like uh, for Mute City. I still haven't cracked the top ten yet, and I've tried it at least multiple different times. But yeah, that's pretty much the games I have been playing this week. All right, man. Very cool. Well, guys, I think it's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, like I said, top of the show, uh, in case you forgot and you haven't done it yet, what the fuck are you doing? Go to our link tree. Uh, like, follow, subscribe. Wherever you listen to us right now, go do that right now. If you're driving, pull the fuck over. Actually, don't pull over. Just stop where you're at. Just stop in the street. I don't care for the interstate. Just slam on the brakes right now. Um, and like, follow, subscribe, wherever, wherever you listen to us right now. Uh, then while you're doing that, if you haven't been killed in a car accident, which I hope you haven't, uh, but yeah. if you before you do, uh, make sure you click on that link tree and follow us everywhere that you that we are on. Um, you know, that, you click on that link tree. It has links to our personal Twitter accounts, the, the podcast Twitter account, Facebook page, Twitter, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all those places that we're on. Uh, that's where we're at. They'll help you find us really fast. And, uh, yeah, do all that. If you, um, if you could, we really would appreciate it. You go check out, uh, the video we just did, um, earlier tonight, um, on Saturday, uh, June, June. Wow. My God. It's May still May 21st. Still May. Yes. Is it 2022 cables? I don't even know anymore. Yes, it is. <laughs> sure. It's not 20. Well, we, we, well, we went, we did the Wayne's world back in time thing. And we watched the E3 Nintendo direct from 2014, um, it was very fun. Gables and I went back, reminisced for about 45 minutes and watched that. Um, go check that out, please. Give us a big, big old thumbs up. And if you have any nice critiques, don't be a dick. Be nice. Some good critiques. Hey, like, let me know. Let me know. Like if it's our first time doing it, I'm just literally testing out. I am learning OBS as we use it. Um, so I'm just testing it out, seeing how it works. Uh, I'm going to, I'll check it out myself if there's anything I'm missing and maybe if there's some tips you can help me with. It'd be great. Um, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be watching some YouTube videos and just figuring out my free time. Uh, and then next week, we'll probably do the same thing and check it out. I just want to get my... I just want to test out, see if my computer can handle it and just learn the system as we go and um, get prepared and hopefully if some cool shit happens in the, in the next few weeks, uh, Gables and I could be there to talk about that fun stuff. And uh, if you have some recommendations of some directs or anything like that you want us to watch, uh, put them in, put them in the comments as well. Uh, so our, yes. You know, message us on any of those and go link tree. Message us in any of those places that we're at. Let's know. We want to do something shorter though. We don't like. I don't want like. I was look. The reason we picked that one is because like forty five minutes. Uh, I didn't want to do like some of those Xbox and PlayStation uh, 
conferences and directs and whatever you want to call it showcases are like an hour and a half it's like i don't we don't well, i just want to do something that's like 50 like 50 minutes or less uh stuff like that so if you have anything like that you want to do do that let us know please um but yeah sorry someone's yelling outside over there uh but yeah if you uh like all this please uh check us out in all those places like i said uh but i wish host i was telling and I've been Curdle Gables, so until next time, everyone, have yourself a fun time. Definitely enjoy your week. Play some fun games. Most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. Yep. Backwards. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.